Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Welcome to episode 105. I've got Lena Frenzel with us today. Lena, welcome to the show. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. Guys, Lena has a background of training medical device sales reps on how to generate and convert sales leads into high-ticket customers. She was able to build a sustainable marketing and sales system and complementary training that she now shares with smaller businesses and coaches. Through using her proprietary sales training and lead gen program, Lena has synthesized the best practices for coaches and empowers them to enroll high-ticket clients into online coaching programs. So Lena, tell me, before we dive into your story, just tell me a little bit more about why you went from medical devices to coaches. What was there? There's probably something in that jump there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so initially, interestingly, I thought, okay, what would be probably the hardest challenge? Okay. Where do people really have hard to reach stakeholders and there's not a lot of tools and how do you actually get through to CEOs? You know, that's not an easy task. Uh, usually an Instagram ad is not going to cut it. And that's why I started out with medical device reps uh, and medical device sales. And, you know, I work with these companies and I still do work with some of these companies and really training them, giving them the full package, giving them the full service. But there's also the coaching business of uh, what I do. And I really found that that's the part I enjoy much more. And the difference is instead of making someone dependable as a service, you know, they have to pay the marketing retainer every month. I can provide a service, a coaching service that empowers people to do it themselves and keep it for a lifetime and month over month, not only get back their ROI, but grow and grow and expand the system. And, and that's really where I find um, my biggest fulfillment. And I think it's incredibly empowering because you're not making your clients depending on you. You're empowering them to walk their own way after you've helped them. Totally. I love that. Was it that passion for coaching that led you to work with helping coaches do sales? Yeah. So it's, it's an, it was an interesting mix. So first of all, I found that, you know, we started doing the marketing program for medical device companies first and the best clients, the best relationships, the biggest success stories really came with clients that were available and understanding what the right mindset that it takes training and coaching to get good in a new system and that you really have to bring the employees together. And, you know, I always requested to have a weekly coaching meeting to help those sales reps deal with those leads that come in and they don't come in from a mouth to mouth. They don't come in from a referral. They come in warm, but from an advertising channel. And a lot of these guys were not used to that and they didn't have any training on how to handle that. So they really need a training but as you know, sometimes people, they think they know and they don't need that kind of stuff. So what we found was the clients who were open-minded, humble enough to say, yes, we want the training, we want the coaching. 
they excelled by far. Um, I guess a great example would be one of my uh, longest clients. Uh, it's a it's a generational business. It's a grandfather, a son, and a grandson, which is adorable, and I love them dearly. And wow, their, that is so cool. <laughs> their grandson has absolutely no sales experience, had absolutely no business experience in a in a work setting. He's um, twenty seven. And um, I trained him on the team and he books more meetings with uh, in an hour than experienced sales reps that have been working for 40 years in the industry. And what differentiates that is a power mindset and a can-do attitude and an open mind to learn, you know, a fresh mindset. Totally. I love that. All right. That sounds cool. So I'm sure that as a system there are a lot of moving parts. Is there any one piece that's the most critical piece in your system that you've seen with people converting leads to sales sustainably? Yeah, so um, I haven't answered your full <laughs> first question. So that was the medical device. And then again, we saw the transition of coaching is really needed to create success. And that's because people don't know the familiarity of actually building a system for themselves. You know, a lot of small business owners, I know a lot of your audience is a lot of small business owners. And whether you're starting out or you're already running, it's like the t story of the shoemaker's shoes, right? Uh, we service our clients, especially in the service industry, but our own business uh, often comes last. And what I found is, especially with coaches, uh, all my clients are very successful coaches. They've been doing it for a long time and they get a lot of word of mouth, but they've never done intense marketing. They've never had a systematic marketing. They've never had to really sit down and go very deep in their messaging. And where I take them is really from scratch. Uh, when they want to launch a new program, um, push something that's more scalable, where they want to reach out to a new audience, they have to start with the basics. And that is, who am I? What problem do I serve? When, what pain point do I resolve? And how am I doing that with what result and why is it different? And that's where a lot of um, even successful established coaches interestingly stumble because they've never had to explicitly express it that way. And so I take them from the foundations of creating a compelling offer that people actually want. Got it. So how did you get into this? Like what's, what's the story? How did this start? How did you get here? Yeah, so again, starting from the, I mean, where do you want me to start from? <laughs> it's a long journey, obviously. I guess, I guess my real curiosity is, and if I may be blunt, but I'm not mm -hmm. trying to be unkind, I talk all the time about, you know, the different things that are out there in marketing, mm -hmm. right? So you have the Usually there's three things and then there's me. Um, so the three things that are typically out there are the morons. I'm sure you've seen them as well, right? They make big <laughs> promises. They're usually too good to yes. be true and they are. Yeah. Um, then you have the industry experts, people who mm -hmm. really know like a full marketing journey in any given industry. And usually those are people who work in that industry themselves. They do marketing for photographers and marketing for chiropractors, marketing for accountants. And they're usually a former chiropractor, photographer, accountant themselves who cracks mm -hmm. the code and they get everybody in. Um, and then you have genius tacticians, right? Mm -hmm. um, people who just really know one marketing tactic. 
tactic very well. You know, it's Facebook ads or it's Instagram or it's direct mail or it's direct sales. And, you know, in each of these cases where, where they don't have a whole picture, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, unless the person comes in with the whole picture and, and uses that expert to fill the need. And I feel like, and again, not trying to be unkind, but I feel like everyone and their brother's pet dog walker is a marketing expert for coaches. So mm, yeah. what I kind of want to know is, I guess, not so much what makes you different, because I'm not asking you to prove yourself. I'm almost asking mm -hmm. more like, why would you throw yourself in that puddle <laughs> with everybody who says the same That's a great thing? Great question. Yeah, so my answer is probably going to be super different from others. Um, okay. Honestly, for me, it's not. So I figured out medical device, which is a pretty hard market. And so I figured if it works for medical device, um, you know, it's going to work for a lot of, but the approach and the system I put together that I uh, walk my clients through is going to work for pretty much every, anything else. So then it becomes honestly a luxurious question. <laughs> um, other people go by what's going to make me the most money or what is like a really profitable market. And this space is extremely overcrowded and oh my gosh, there's absolutely a lot of scamsters, like you said. And yeah, I am and their brother's pet dog walker. Right. Does marketing right. for coaches. Yeah. Right. And uh, my decision to go into coaches was simply, who do I want to spend my time with every day? <laughs> it's such a ridiculous I answer. Like that. But that's yeah, honestly actually, the I reason. I like that a lot. Because think like about it. You know, whatever you pick, your work to be, your clients to be, you're going to spend, what, the majority of your day hanging around with them, talking to them, getting to know them. And so I like to align my personal life with my business life. And in my personal life, I'm an absolute um, health nut, um, spiritual nut, um, mindset nut. I absolutely soak up everything on coaching and personal development and personal growth that I can. So I thought if one hand can wash the other and I can meet all these amazing people, they learn from me, but they don't know that I actually also learn from them. So that's the motivation, honestly, simple as that. I really like that. I actually really, really like that. I think that's super cool. So can you tell me more about this system? Like, what is it? How did you end up building it in medical devices? Yeah, absolutely. So as you know, you know, there was this time, I don't know, sometime around the 2000s where it was like, oh my God, Facebook ads is a new thing, you know, or Google ads is a new thing, digital marketing. And then we passed that time, I think a long time ago, actually. A long time ago, yeah. Um, where that was um, cost effective or, you know, the new thing or you had a competitive edge or anything. Um, then we had email marketing and, you know, that time has also passed a long time ago, um, even though with a caveat, you know, I'm sure there are some email marketers out there, especially if you have a giant customer or prospect base where email marketing can still be effective to some degree, but it's just um, very, uh, very beat up, you know, uh, beaten down. I don't open emails, uh, to be quite frank. And I, I don't think it's very oversaturated. so oversaturated. Right. And, uh, and then there's this glut of, <laughs> you probably know it, these like Facebook ad click to landing page. Then there's this fake countdown. Oh my God, this webinar is gonna end in 
in two minutes you have to jump on now only three seats left <laughs> you know oh my gosh i'm better sign up and then there's this fake webinar that's not even real time and at the end there's a free pitch and then there's an upgrade and then you know that's it and i mean i'm surprised that your, your, sta your standard online sales funnel yep, yeah that's what they look like and i mean and honestly again it it probably works uh for some people and um i don't think it's bad i personally get annoyed from it because for me it's lacking a a personal connection and um be the authenticity and the integrity of it you know don't put up that you only have three seats left if that's not true and stuff totally. like that for me that's already out of alignment personally um and then also if you look at that um the average coach you know and i can honestly say that because i've talked personally to so many coaches obviously uh in the process of doing this the average coach does not have a five people team to build landing pages and ads and actually monitor the performance and get a realistic, helpful uh, cost per lead out of it. It's just not the reality. You know, the average coach um, is sometimes not even a full-time coach. Maybe they, they get some income from coaching, but they also hold a part-time job or they're also a, um, a manager for an HOA or something like that. And so it's completely unrealistic to pitch these people, you know, like buy my coaching package and I'll tell you how to build these five landing pages. And then you have to have click funnels and also be ready to spend 10 K on Facebook ads before you even know what your cost per lead is realistically. And I just think that there's a big disconnect, you know, in that industry, uh, pitching what is mostly a small business owner, part-time business owner, um, these big packages that are really more catered towards established coaches or consultants that have a team ready to execute these strategies. And I see this because I have friends that are coaches that are buying into these programs. And to me, quite frankly, it sounds, it's, a, I can see there, it's almost this is like, it's a rah-rah event, you know, there's a rah-rah mm -hmm. event where people sign up and they get hyped up. You know, it's like, are you ready? You can do this. And five months in, you know, they actually have to build the ads and they go bleep. That, uh, that's a lot of work. I don't even know how to do this. I'm supposed to launch in four weeks and I have nothing. Right. And that's, I feel that's where the disconnect is. I totally hear that. So, so what is your thing that is going to obviously be different than this? Like, I, I definitely get the detriments of this and I've actually worked with quite a few clients who fell down this rabbit hole, yeah. spent tens of thousands of dollars um, without getting it back. So, so what, what's your system? I'm, I'm now, now I'm really curious. <laughs> yes. So I'm a huge believer in Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss is basically my Bible. I'm sure you, you're okay. familiar with him, right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. And so he's all about the 80-20 or even better the 90-10. So mm -hmm. what in, if you are this business owner that does not have a team of five people, what's the 10% of activities you can do that are going to drive 90% of your revenue? Those are the questions that I asked myself uh, when building this. And so everything that I do with my clients is constantly checked again by this 90-10 rule. Um, we're, we're not, I'm not coaching stuff that's nice to hear. It's 
by no means at all a rah-rah fest. You know, I wish I could be more inspirational, but I'm a very pragmatic executor. I'm an ENTJ. <laughs> so I'm like, do this yeah. and it's going to work. You know, it's very, yeah, it's very straightforward. Like this is actually going to work, which is so unsexy compared to these rah-rah events, you know, where people just break out in tears. But people, um, it's just fact-based. So um, it's split into four modules. Mm-hmm. And you can check it out on the website, uh, lucidachievement.com slash sell your solution. It's mm-hmm. split into four elements. And first, I take people where they are in creating a compelling offer that people want. So a lot of guys, like I said, they don't have that yet. They either neither had to do it or what they think their niche is, is not really a niche. As an example, you know, I teach uh, women of colors how to reach the next level is not precise enough. It's not, uh, it's not a niche where people go, oh my gosh, I need this. Because what is that next level? Is it right. business, career, private, personal? Um, that's, and, you know, when I put this module together, I thought this is going to be good. It's going to be foundational. But what I actually find when I actually do the work with people, it gets very deep. <laughs> it gets so personal. And um, that's because either people are holding themselves back, trying to put together an offer that they think people want, but not what they should actually do. Totally. Or because it reveals the deepest insufficiencies or discrepancies of, of why they have um, failed to connect with their audience um, for a long time. Uh, for example, um, I have a coach that is uh, just this absolutely flawless um, athlete. He looks like he could be in a Nike commercial. He trains fitness trainers in Beverly Hills. Um, He has billionaire clients. And so he has absolutely no physical flaw in his body and he feels completely confident. Now, his audience are, are very rich people that quite frankly overcompensate their insecurities with outward material things, which is part of why they're attracted to him because he has come from a journey of very strong adversity in childhood and uh, really had to force its own way. And so he actually doesn't know these insecurities. He doesn't care what people think, but his clients are obsessed with what people think. And so now imagine this guy having to write and talk and speak to his audience when he can relate absolutely with no sound his body to these people, even though he loves them dearly, but there's this disconnect. So um, there was a block there, you know, and, and even getting to that point, getting to the point, who is my audience and what are, what are their pain points? A lot of people don't even go there. They talk about, this is why my program is awesome. Ra rah, rah, here are the benefits. And the truth is, people just don't care about the benefits of your program. They care about their pain points. So that's actually where I lead from. And then we go deeper. And so in order for him to resolve that block and to move through it, I had to ask him, you know, when was the last time that you felt insecure, that you felt insecure about your body? And I had to walk him back to his child self of 11 years old in puberty you know when he's standing at the pool and he was a little bit chubby (laughs) that's how far we had to walk back and he's like man it's crazy i can't believe this Ah, i remember that feeling he was so detached from it so you know it, it was an amazing experience and it was 
truly eye-opening. He's like, oh my gosh, I can feel it now. I, I, I don't even, it's so, such a long time ago. We really had to go back, you know? Yeah, and, no, that makes so much sense. I always say this is why so many people who, let's say, come from like lower to middle, like lower middle class, and they try to get the high net worth clients, they don't speak their language. They don't live in their world. Yes. They, they don't relate. And then they're like, I don't know. I did everything right. I said, no, no. No, no you, didn't, you didn't do anything, right? Right, right. <laughs> Actually, you didn't, you didn't speak to your audience, which is the foundational right thing you have to do. Right. And then that's not the end, right? Because now we have an extremely sensitive topic. That's the thing. You, you're walking on the razor's edge, you know? You want to talk to people's pain points. And these pain points go deep, especially for coaching. They go so deep. You know, for a woman, it's like, I've had a child. Will I be sexy enough? Can I maintain my body? Can I go back to my body? Will my husband look at me the same way? Those are really, really sensitive topics. And you want to be able to communicate them authentically and honestly, while also not rubbing people off the wrong way. Yeah. And how many people don't know that balance and they would just capitalize on those insecurities, right? So right. You, you can really easily sway from the path and say, oh, are you feeling overweight? You don't feel like you're good enough? And just, you know, that's not going to work. You really have to find that balance of, hey, I can relate. And you don't have to say I can relate when I was 10 years old, but I can relate. And from a humble place, be like, I know this feeling, you know, I've, I've gone through this. And um, yeah, so if you have to build a mental bridge <laughs> and go back to that moment in time, that's fine. But when you speak from total vulnerability and authenticity and you connect with them, say, it's okay, you know, I can relate and also I can bring you out of it. That's where real connection is being done. And that's how deep we go <laughs> just in that first module. And it's incredible. Wow the transformation and, and the eye-opening that people experience. I like that a lot. I'll tell you one of the reasons I like that so much. What it does is it helps people. So I find that, let's say most, right? This is not true for all, but most businesses come from a place of someone trying to solve a problem, either for themselves or others. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. So when you're trying to solve a problem for yourself, it's actually a lot easier to sell because you have that problem. You get the problem. You've built yes. a solution for you and you totally get your audience exactly what you're saying you do in that first module. Yes. But when you have the other personality, which is where someone um, attempts to solve it. Now, when someone's not solving a problem at all, then we don't really have a business. That's a different conversation. Right. But when <laughs> trying to solve a problem for, for someone else, you know, they might not be properly clued into the problem. Like you were saying, they don't have the language. Yeah. They don't have the same sense. They don't have the same problem. And it sounds yeah. like this module really helps that group of people to, to tune into where they have to be, right? This is foundation. Yes. Like when we teach marketing, we teach this as the core branding concept. Yeah. Um, and we call it the 2 a.m. problem. It's the essential why and how it connects to your audience. They lay awake at night at two in the morning, yes. thinking about, worrying about, wondering about like when you tap into that either because you feel it yourself now or you felt it at some point in the past or, or can tune into it, then you have something real going. I love that. Okay, then what happens? What's next? Yes. So um, then they have this. And again, also about what language do they use, you know, because 
losing body weight, what does it mean for them? It's, you know, recognition, feeling they belong to it. It's totally different for someone else who might just want to be healthy or want to be strong for their kids, you know? So also a problem is not a problem. You know, what is the meaning of that problem for them? That's also something that people don't really think about. And uh, ideally, you know, when you talk to them, you can take notes and reflect that back to them and, and really signal that you understand. I like that. But wait, I have a curious question now. Mm -hmm. I totally get how this works with coaches. How in the world does this work with medical supply equipment? So the medical device companies, they, they also have pain, you know, whoever your audience is, they have pain. So for example, if you are, let's take an example someone research clinical research organizations that want to pitch to medical device companies they're both in the medical device industry and this clinical research organization there's a lot of pain in any industry um you know there's the big ones that that bill you for their big mercedes and the hawaii retreat and stuff like that and small medical <laughs> device ceos get screwed quite frankly and uh, one of our clients is a smaller uh, medic is a smaller clinical research organization who um, basically defeats that whole stereotype. They are small. They build only for stuff that's needed. They start with strategy so that they don't have to do certain clinical trials that are unnecessary in the first place that then just build time just because, because we can build time. And so there's a clear distinction and the pain potential is massive right. and it's really helping stepping my clients into that pain and um, stepping into it with confidence and bringing it up over and over and i don't actually stop there i actually teach a thing that's that i call pain agitate solve and so that is don't just name the pain agitate it too until they feel it and they're really agitated about it i know it sounds i, I mean that's classic copywriting no that's classic copywriting it's right. Right, problem, agitate, solution. So this yes. is kind of like a modified version. Yes, but that so that formula applies to anything. It also applies to the sales conversation, to emails. I mean, everything. And right. so they have to be aware um, that they also don't move into closing too fast. You know, watch right. the signals. Really identify the the pain. I I see that when I I do some mock trials and I let my clients record some uh, training sessions and I listen back. And, you know, there's these signals where people move past the client too fast when they're not in a mindful enough state yet about their problem. And that's Got especially it. big for coaches, right? Because guess what? Let's say you want to lose weight. You haven't lost it for five years. There is a neglect. There's a denial. And there's a trying to move away from it as soon as possible. Um, so for coaches, it's extremely delicate to to guide people to be aware and then to um, face the pain, you know, and therefore you have to create space and vulnerability and trust and all these really hard to reach things in a short amount of time. So yeah, the, the coaching really helps with that. Got it. Okay. I understand. Okay. So that's number one and number two, but you said there's four parts. So then what's three and four? Um, so this was just number one. Number two oh, we're is we're still on one. Okay. We're still on one. <laughs> yeah. Um, number two is 
is basically a game changer. If you do not have an outreach system yet, there's multiple ways of doing that. But um, basically, my approach is uh, through LinkedIn. So um, if you get Sales Navigator on LinkedIn, there are you can hyper laser target any customer persona that you want better than Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, name any social platform that you like, especially if you're going after certain professions or niches. So that's absolutely my recommendation. And so we teach people how to um, use direct messaging to connect with people. And also they have the option even to automate that if they choose to. Mm -hmm. um, so that they can have their hands free and they can reach out to, you know, a hundred people per day uh, without having to put in the time. And then also we don't stop there, but to make sure that all their systems connect so that when people book a meeting with them automatically, it gets synced with all their contacts. They maybe get enrolled into a MailChimp audience if they want that automatically syncs with their CRM. We use HubSpot and, um, and even to the point where they could automate it once they check that a certain deal that's automatically already created for them in HubSpot when someone books a meeting, once they update that from appointment schedule to deal closed, um, it even automates the invoice and the contract to them. So that's pretty cool. I like that. That's just such a game changer for people. I mean, think about it. How many, this is something that a corporate company would have but actually with the tools and the technology that we have now with software you can accomplish something that would use to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars as a corporate solution you know for less than a hundred bucks a month right yeah that is really cool i like that Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to part one of this episode. Stay tuned for part two going live Thursday. And of course, subscribe. You do not want to miss this. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?